Thank you for tuning in to the Parenting Podcast, your go-to source for navigating the ups and downs of this roller coaster we call parenthood. I'm Cheryl Lang, your host, and today we delve once again into the crucial topic of self-care. Join us as we peel back the layers of guilt and societal expectations and uncover the true importance of prioritizing our well-being amidst the realities of everyday family life. I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into the conversation together. Hi, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. (laughs) Um, Another bright, sunny day. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what we're doing is building off of our conversations that we've had. So we started talking about some parental stress and burnout, and Mm -hmm. we began to talk about self-care, and then parents keep asking, so what are you talking about Mm -hmm. self-care? So if you remember last time, we kind of tried to focus on, so then what's the difference between healthy self-care and meism, mm-hmm. yes. the selfie generation that's right. all about me? Right. So we talked about that, and then our listeners say, okay, but I still don't really get it. Mm-hmm. Can you expand a little bit? Because they say, I feel so guilty. So how would y'all talk about maybe guilt? Free self-care and some of the misconceptions. What do you think some of the misconceptions that we could address that? Because they're saying back to me, I still don't really understand what self-care would look like. Mm -hmm. So was guilt a choice? Think about that. Let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole Okay, but say, can yeah. we say resisting guilt is the choice to yeah. make? Correct. Uh, maybe right. that that's, that's the start of the practice right. of living guilt-free. Because guilt feels very impulsive to yeah. me. It feels kind of like a default setting. But yeah. choosing to not feel guilty right, when is we, a choice. Right, when we feel the guilty feeling, that oh, I feel kind of bad, I'm out here, and I just went to the, the kid's favorite ice cream store, and they're not with me, I feel really bad. Mm-hmm. No, you stop yourself and go, no, this is my so, time. So resisting yes, the guilt. Yes, yes. Yeah, I can well, get behind that, that. This is a healthy self-awareness conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and even what you're talking about, because I'm, I'm listening to you because you said it's a choice. I go, ah, it's an emotional <laughs> reaction. I will say it's also a cultural reaction. Right. You know, because we've talked about it before in my parenting years, it would have been, I mean, that was guilty, selfish, self-centeredness mm-hmm. if you did stuff to take care of yourself. Right. right. So we had bad, and I'm the same way. Yes, about bad Yeah, we had bad teaching. Mm-hmm. We yeah. thought we were supposed to do all these things. We were being a wonderful parent, in my case, a wonderful Christian churchgoer, yeah. you know, doing those things. And that culture was unhealthy. Yes. And then, you know, we've talked in here before about being aware of what our emotions are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it for the children in the whole brain child, but that being a self-aware, boom, this is a guilt emotional reaction. And I need to stop myself yeah, right. and talk it, to myself, self-feedback about talking right. about it rather than saying, I'm just not going to be guilty. I personally, Ellen, I can't do that without shutting myself off. Yes. I have to say, why? Right. Why do I feel guilty? And then think through it and process mm-hmm. it 
to get to the point of this is a healthy reaction. Well, and getting to the point of why should I not feel guilty? Yes. Right. You know, processing to the point of understanding back to our value and our worth. You right. know, that yeah. this those those children have plenty of opportunities to have ice cream, I guarantee it. Right. <laughs> it's okay if I go to this family favorite spot alone today yeah. after I've done my grocery shopping for for some, you know, yeah. time away. And yeah. Remembering that I care well for my children, I've provided for my children, I meet their needs. It's okay to meet some of my needs. And a lot of have false guilt. I mean, I think we, from the time we're kind of young, we're sort of trained to feel guilty. That's the motivation a lot of people use in our lives. Well, you didn't do this, you Mm -hmm. should have done that. And so we're kind of trained to think that way. And we have to break that cycle. The difference between why would you feel guilty leaving your children that you're with most of the time for a couple of hours? Because that's really, I mean, that might be another episode. That's getting into shame. Mm -hmm. And and that's really where the the line crosses over there. But if you're logical about it, (laughs) most of the time, for most, there isn't any reason to feel legitimately guilty. Can you walk around with me and be my logic? (laughs) Okay, now I want to go back to what you said, though, Christy, because I agree with it, except the unhealthier me. Hearing you talking about it's okay for me to have ice cream because my children are well cared for. It's okay for me to go away because I'd give so much to my family. Actually, on a deeper level, it's still devaluing. Mm. I would be fighting to convince myself that I deserve a little perk. Right. Instead of the really deep thing is I don't value myself. Right. Okay. And so instead of servanthood, it was self-effacing lack of value for me. Right. And that I wasn't worth it. Mm. And I had to, like a scale, to say, I've been good to my children. I you have to them. justify. I had right. to justify it. It wasn't healthy. I should be able to have a lifestyle of healthy self-care because I, as an individual, have value and worth in myself, separate from being a good parent, being a good spouse. It's not your reward. Working hard at my jobs, whatever they are. I I do hear that. I think maybe I have a little rub with it just because I remember somebody telling me one time with my first baby you meet baby's needs and then you, your needs, yeah. baby's wants, and then your wants. And so sometimes I think that's the excuse is I, I like I, I might highlight my my failures so that I don't deserve the time, oh, you know, weaponizing oh, it against yourself. Yeah. So it's, it's messy. This yeah. is so messy. just a messy thing. Yeah. We may need a counselor on staff yeah. for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. That's yes. why we're spending another conversation on this, because uh-huh. to even define self-care. Yes. And yeah. then try to say, what does it look like, practically speaking, yeah. on the street level for parents in this generation right now? Yeah, because I could say as a parent, probably I'm a lot more things I should legitimately felt guilty for Mm -hmm. not getting some time away from my children once in a while. Right. And so, you you know, having a perspective of maybe I should really feel worse about my attitude over here that I'm not taking care of as opposed to I'm getting some time away. Yeah. That that's a health thing. It's healthy to get away. You have a job outside of the home. You get days off because your employer may not want to give you the day off, but they know they're not going to get anything out of you 
if you're working 80 hour weeks. Mm -hmm. So it's it's built in. It's even legal. You have to have some time off a job and everything needs time off. Right. And I think it's so important that you intentionally plan times. Okay, so expand some more on this we're talking about. So, you know, when they were little, I always tried to make time. I had a day set aside once a week, and I made arrangements for either my husband, if he was around, babysitter, mm -hmm. friend. Wow. Mm -hmm. And for a while, we had a, you know, a preschool that they could go to uh -huh. for the day. Right. And utilizing that, not feeling bad about that, but planning it helps a lot. And then I knew I had my day set aside, and that was always my day to do that. And everything worked around it. And then I uh, made sure that for most of the time, I planned what I was going to do when I had the whole day to myself. Wow. Okay, so what would be a plan for someone who couldn't take a whole day? What kind of ideas do you have? Would you say, well, plan this way? What are some suggestions? If someone's listening to you, they go, what can I plan my week? Because I can't do a whole day like you. Right. Maybe they work full time right. outside the home, or they just aren't in a well, situation you, that can do it. I never could have done that. You pick what is important and renews you, whatever that is. Uh, I like that. Because lots of times I couldn't get away also. So I would set aside a time where I love to cross-stitch and embroider, and I love to read. So I would always have a cross-stitch I was working on, and in a little free time, which might have been 30 minutes, I would sit down mm. and work on my cross-stitch or catch up on the chapter that I was reading. So pick things, not a whole plethora of things. I pick one or two things that you really enjoy that are doable both in your home and outside of your home. And that, I, oh, it's your I was going to reiterate, and that yes. does take planning yes, because it, sure it would take assigning a time in your busy schedule. Yes. And also, if, if it's while your children are at home, training them moms off limits during this time. Yes. And that is going to be met with some resistance probably for some, some yeah. amount of time yes. until they get accustomed to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think finding those small things to incorporate in your regular rhythms yeah. is really important. Yes. For me, one thing I would do, and I've said before, I was really bad at self-care. Usually it was like when mommy's about to snap yeah. and yeah. somebody <laughs> called in back up. But, yeah. um, or I would stay up too late and then yeah. just trying yeah. to care for myself. And then I'd be tired and grumpy the next day and it would yeah. backfire. Yeah. But I would always get a little like a special tea or something at the grocery yeah, store that would last me all week. And I knew I had this amount of time, you know, to have yeah. my tea or have a cup of coffee with a, a fun cream or something that was just for me. Yes. I must like hot drinks. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I would just have this escape mentally more than yes. anything because, like you said, Cheryl, I was never able to really bring in babysitters very much. I mean, I had some family around, but, you know, not available for full days. And so just incorporating normal rhythms into when my kids were occupied, planning that and having some kind of mindset inward rather than giving yes. of myself. And I've noticed my kids that have families do the same thing. They take my tea break, you know, oh, like, oh, it's my no. tea break. And they, they learned it probably just from watching me. I don't remember teaching it to them, but mm -hmm. it's like what you're saying. It's really important that our children see right. that we do take time off. That's right. fantastic. And I like this because there is a place for planning and getting away, mm -hmm. but there's also the whole lifestyle that you don't have to have huge blocks, mm -hmm. right. but that you work it into your rhythms so that it's not a crisis, but a proactive part 
of healthy emotional, I guess, healthy emotional health. I don't know if you can say that. Mm -hmm. But that, that's what we're working into this as a holistic thing, that it, this is part of my lifestyle. Well, and because of children, you can't, I mean, I'm making it sound more rigid than I could be. Because, you know, the day you're supposed to have your time off, sure. your kid's throwing up. Right. You know, I mean, that, that's real life. So you have to have in your heart a big flexibility. Right. But the goal is to try to get some time where you can renew. Well, and if something's planned, even if it's, you know, far in the future, you can receive that with a little more flexibility because, you know, yes. next Thursday we'll yes. be here. <laughs> yeah. Like, OK, I'm, I'm filled up. I've had, you know, I've met my needs of, of personal yeah. time. See, I like this because you use the word renew, the word rejuvenate, mm -hmm. because um, it's like in the physical world. When you fed your body well physically, mm -hmm. you have resources and strength and energy. For the long, like you're going to run a, a marathon or yeah. whatever you're going to do, you have the reserves to bring into your physical life. Mm -hmm. And we kind of all really understand that. But we're talking about emotion and soul. Yeah. We need to do the replenishing and the rejuvenating of our souls as parents in the busy thing of, of parenting. And particularly, I'm thinking we moms are pretty bad at it in general. Right. Um, but to realize, Am I rejuvenating and replenishing my personal soul so that I have the most important thing I bring to my children? It's not my physical body. It's my soul right. that I bring to them for giving to their life. I love the word rejuvenating. If I'm not bringing life and renewing into it in that area, I come depleted and all I have is my physical and mental. Yeah. As long as it doesn't become a legalism. Right. Because Talk then that, that steals time. From your self-care, if you go into it, because I've done this, you go into it with a list of things that I need to do in my self-care mm -hmm. time I have to myself, mm -hmm. none of them were bad things, but they didn't do the renewing that I needed. Maybe the renewing was just going to a movie and sitting there for two hours at a movie that I knew no one in the family would want right. to see. <laughs> no, you know? I've done that same thing to myself where, you know, I know I'm going to get this morning away to a coffee shop alone. So I take a journal I'm going to write poems in and a journal <laughs> I'm going to write prayers in and these yeah. three books I'm going to read. And yes. all I have these high expectations yes. for all of this stuff. And then I feel like I failed myself yes. in my time away because yes. I didn't meet all my expectations. Yes. No, no. I wound up staring off into space yes. drinking my exactly. coffee. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, and what each of you brought up were what you value. Because some people, like your artwork, yeah. you, you've self-admitted you didn't do the artwork you should have mm -hmm. that would have enriched your soul right. more during your parenting years. Right. And then you mentioned books and journaling. Not everybody enjoys those. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage our listeners to find what rejuvenates you. What is your value? Right. What's important? It could be that running a marathon or going in that right. direction. I didn't hear either one of you say. <laughs> uh, no, that's not on my bucket list. No, no. <laughs> but people who really enjoy it, like mm -hmm. my son and my daughter-in-law really love running long distances. Yeah. And for them to get away, it is rejuvenating to them then right. to come back in where I would just be physically exhausted. Right. right. You know, so I think we need to be asking questions, what and why? 
what gives me life inside mm-hmm. of myself? Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you have a lot of children, it's just silence. Yes. Right. You don't even have to do anything. You're just so happy. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. Nobody's asking you for anything. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, you don't have to knock on the door to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you can get in the kitchen and it's relatively clean and make a sandwich or, you know, it's sometimes it's just those little simple things. So we don't want to make it so complicated or expensive. Or sometimes it's not even getting away from your house. I would suggest if you can, you get away from your house. Yeah. Because our habit is to work on projects around the house. Right. That, you know, don't need to be done on our time off in a sense. Right. Well, I think another thing, too, is get to know yourself, too. Because, you know, I did mention sitting in coffee shops. You know why? Because it's easy. It's Uh, right down the road and it's easy. And I'm learning now that I have a little more time margin. There's a lot of things that I enjoy that I didn't have. Yeah. The time or, you know, I could have made the time, but I didn't have the um, energy, maybe is yeah. better better word for it, that I didn't explore what my interests might be or what I might like to do in my time of self-care. And so I think challenge yourself, kind of experiment yeah. with some things and you might find out new things about yourself. Take some classes. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, I'm saying college courses, but I took lots of art classes. I took classes to learn how to do this, to learn how to do that. And it was really fun. You know, I have a funny story. The other day, a friend of mine, the group of families did a craft show together. And the kids oh, made things fun. and sold them. And, and she had some leftovers. And she said, oh, I have these leftover bookmarks that she had done herself, not her children. But she had watercolor painted on these bookmarks. Wow. And they were beautiful little floral scenes. And I said, I didn't know you were an artist. She said, well, I just started watching YouTube. And. And teaching myself. And you guys, I'm not a crier, but I started tearing up because I thought, how beautiful mm-hmm. that she took yeah. that time. And, you know, her kids are a little older, but that she enjoyed the process yes. of learning something new. And then she had these beautiful pieces of art to share with others. Mm-hmm. I, I just think exploring ourselves is really That's important. It's very good. Oh, seeing- and with you two, what a wonderful world we now I know. It's amazing. Exactly yes. what I was going to say. There's so much now that's free that you don't have to go to a class to get away. You could do it, but see, recuperating. Now I'm looking into it and would say, yes, develop yourself, Mm -hmm. not because you're trying to be selfish or self-centered, but for your deep soul, how my family would have benefited if I had done it. But I did not listen to that, and I didn't know. I was trapped. One of you said the well, word Well, you didn't legalism. see it as a value. I did not value it. I right. didn't value myself, right. and I was trapped in this legalistic martyrdom mm-hmm. that if it felt good, maybe it wasn't right. for me right. because I wasn't giving out. Right. And that is not self-care. Right. And this isn't why we should be doing those things, but it is also something I've been thinking a lot about is you're investing in your kids' future parents, too. That's true. You know, you're, yeah. as you develop as a human, something I'm realizing is, you know, as my kids are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, who I am as their mother then matters, too. Right. And so if I don't continue to develop as a person, I won't be prepared to be the mom they need in their yes. 40s and 50s. Well, it's really Good. interesting because... I'm whatever, recuperating martyr or whatever I was. Recovering. (laughs) I'm a recovering martyr. That's great. That's a great title. Just think, because I didn't know I was allowed to do this. And so y'all know, I have found 
Oh, the fun of throwing pottery. Yes. And that, you know. Meaning you make you make pottery. You're not, not throwing, throwing it, it on the wall. wall. <laughs> I've discovered that art, actually. I don't, yes. don't, I don't want that art. <laughs> but I, the enrichment that it brings my soul. And what's really interesting, what you're just saying, Christy, my kids are all almost 30s and 40s. So they're much older, but they keep giving me feedback as I'm becoming this holistically healthier person. Yeah. My kids are commenting to me, and one said, just last week, said, Mom, I love seeing this in you. Mm. And they are appreciating me growing in this area, which gives them permission to not be trapped in that that bondage that I was in before of not taking care of my soul, Mm -hmm. of the personality of Cheryl. That it had to be Cheryl the mom or Cheryl the giver or Cheryl the doer, Cheryl the wife that I could be a healthy me mm-hmm. and all, that yeah. they are having it affirmed in their lives, it's okay. And that's what we want for our kids. Yeah, right? We want our sons and daughters to feel like they are individuals and they can, once they're on their own and they're working mm-hmm. hard, whatever it is, that they understand how to care for themselves. Yes. Yeah. And out of value. They, are, yes. they have commented to me, they are now seeing me value me. And it's, they're so excited for me. And I know it's affirming for them. I never yeah. saw this coming. Yeah. Did not know it would have that kind of impact on my kids. Yeah, I love that. I think mm. that um, something that's just really important as we start to sum everything up is we need to look um, for ways in our lives, especially as parents, to enjoy ourselves. And that's what the self-care is about. Okay, so talk about that so we see that versus indulging ourselves. Well, I don't know if on the outside you could see a difference, Mm -hmm. but it's you know your own heart when you maybe you didn't have the finances to do something, but you went ahead and said, forget it, I'm going to do it anyways. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) indulgence. Mm -hmm. But finding a workaround Uh to find the same kind of pleasure or enjoyment from something you like to do, being maybe having to be a little more creative and just learning new things. Mm -hmm. And so... I mean, that's such an individual thing. Only you could know um, what, what is maybe right for you. Mm. That's right. Because, you know, Ellen, that's that holistic aspect of our emotional health. Yeah. Is that it flows from why we do something and that it just flows over to everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I just got back from a weekend away with a group of moms and I've done this a couple times. I think this is our third time in the last handful of years. And, you know, I've been away before with moms and come back not necessarily feeling recharged. It was, you know, maybe overstructured or Mm -hmm. um, maybe the people felt like a strain to, not these moms, but a feeling of of energy being sucked from me in some way or another. And I came back this week just feeling so refreshed wow. and recharged. And I think it came down to my mindset. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just about leaving my house and being away from the needs yeah. that are there. Yeah, I, I really, truly took the time to absorb the relationships and, yeah. and observe other people's gifts and, and yeah. celebrate the seasons of parenting I've been through and look forward to the new seasons. Yeah. And it was way more reflective than oh, let's just go away and, and get lunch and shop and get our nails yeah, done and, yeah. and do the things, which all that is fine. But it was just a time to 
pamper my soul more than love, anything. Love that. And it's it's different, you know. And like mm-hmm. you said, Ellen, it sometimes looks the same externally. Because yeah. like I said, I've been you know on this on this with this group before, but it it's just something in my mindset and the focuses yeah. of my heart during the time that were different. That's fantastic. That's so encouraging. Yeah. And, and just one more thing, I liked you said the word it gave you energy, mm-hmm. if you will, soul energy inside of you, and maybe that would be one of the uh, markers to say, what gives you energy inside of yourself Mm -hmm. to say, oh, this is good self-care. Yeah. And, you know, for me, and and maybe you guys are the same way, I'm really a people person. Mm -hmm. So I don't want a whole bunch of solitude. There's times I need to to have some time alone, but sometimes meeting with a friend. Yes. And just a friend that doesn't need a lot. (laughs) And we can just enjoy each other's company, laugh at each other's stupid jokes and stories. And that is refreshing. And that's restoring. Mm -hmm. So this is good. So so, we're out of time. So parents, let's look. What restores Mm -hmm. you? What rejuvenates you? What gives you energy in your soul? Whether it's going and getting something done or getting away for the weekend or running or just a book for a few minutes by yourself. So look for that to help bring wholeness and value and worth to you, and that spreads through your family. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, thank you all so much. This is really good. Yeah. Okay, so parents, remember, hang in there, keep loving, keep persevering, because it's worth it. As we come to the end of today's discussion on self-care, I want to thank you for being a part of this journey on the Parenting Podcast with us. Remember, self-care isn't just about indulging in luxury spa days or escaping to the golf course. It's about prioritizing your overall well-being, mentally, emotionally, and physically, so you can show up to be the best parent and the healthiest you you can be. It's an investment in your children's future as well as your own. So, whether it's a few moments of quiet reflection or engaging in activities that bring you joy, make sure you carve out time for rejuvenation this week. And don't forget to tune in next time where we'll be tackling some specific questions from you all. So, what's wrong with my kid? It's going to be an interesting conversation and I can't wait to have you join us. Remember, you can always reach out to us with your questions or feedback on our website, social media, or contact at theparentingpodcast.com. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other with compassion and grace. Mm -hmm.